Paula Vale here, host of Finding Your Joy on KKNW. I want to give a special thanks today to Tacoma Mall Massage, located in Tacoma, Washington. I love that I can go into the Tacoma Mall whenever I'd like, and without an appointment, go to the Tacoma Mall kiosk and get a 10, 20, 30 minute or longer massage with one of their awesome therapists. And they are family owned and operated. I love that. So everyone go check it out. The kiosk is located in the mall outside Sears. For more information, go to www.tacomamallmassage.com. Hello everyone and welcome again to Finding Your Joy. Paul Lavelle here, and I'm just so happy again this week to ha just have another amazing guest. It's, I'm happy to share with you an energy sister that I met through the show, and, and I had the honor of being interviewed by her. Just a fantastic lady. Today we have with us Carrie Hummingbird. She is a soul guide, a best-selling author, and the host of the show, Soul Nectar. I am so happy to have you here today, Carrie. Thank you and welcome. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Yes, so am I. We had so much at our last get together. I just, it made my day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, now we get to reverse roles. It's so fun. I love it. Well, tell everyone a, a bit about your background and, you know, how that brought you to where you're at today. Absolutely. So, you know, your, your show is all about finding your joy, and that's definitely been my life's mission, is finding my joy. I had a lot of, uh, I don't know, challenges, I guess, would say. I think all of us have challenges in life, and and. I definitely, a lot of my challenges were mental and emotional challenges, were things hidden in the shadows, things that were from early childhood trauma that I experienced from zero to five that set the wheels in motion for, you know, some suffering in my life and in relationships and patterns and things and things that I was doing that didn't really serve me. And I spent a lot of years in psychotherapy trying to find my joy and like solve these patterns and figure out why it was and it, you know, all this stuff was happening to me. And my parents, um, you know, I should say that zero to five, a lot of it was my, my natural father and my first stepfather, those dynamics that were what was causing the suffering. There was some, you know, early childhood abuse. There was sexual abuse. There was, you know, some difficult things for people to hear about. But from five on, I had a great stepdad who is my father, you know, my dad from the time I was five. And he really showed me um, how to honor myself, what it meant to have a relationship where, you know, the husband honors the mother, where the husband is, you know, a good dad to the, ch to the child. He really demonstrated that for me. So, you know, I, th I think we talked about this in our broadcast together, but it's so funny how you know, when you're finding your joy, so much of it depends on your perspective or what perspective you choose to adopt about a situation, how you choose to perceive it yeah. is, is really like 90% of finding joy. 
Yes, that is a powerful statement because perspective is everything. You can have the statement made or the situation or the gesture, but how you perceive it makes the whole difference in what, what direction you go from there. Yeah, and I think in my life, like, I, I chose to internalize things. So all of us respond to suffering and pain from our environment in different ways. Some people lash out at others when they're feeling pain. And some people like me uh, start to abuse themselves, turn it inwards, like take the pain out there and turn it inwards and start self-abuse. And that's, that's the pattern that I took on. And so my journey of life was a lot of my first oh, half of my life was spent in how, what's wrong with me that I need to fix in order to be happy. What's wrong with me that I need to fix in order to be accepted by my family and by people out there that I meet? What's, what needs to work in here to be different? Yes. You know, and, and psychotherapy is designed to talk about it over and over and over and over and over again, like every week, week after week, which, you know, I think that the, that the, um, the idea of that is a heart centered, real desire to help people. But I think it lacks understanding about the fabric of our universe and how it actually works. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, and Paula, I know you understand this, but I, and maybe like you, I'm not sure when you made this realization, but six years ago, I made the realization when I, when I decided to stop talking about it, I started meeting um, teachers and people who helped me to stop looking at the negative side of things, stop looking, you know, for the problem, start looking for what's right and stop talking about it. Like, like not that we're doing a bypass and not deal with it, but we're going to deal with it in a different way. We're going to track it. Track it's a word that I use now. We're going to track the energy of it. We're going to track the pattern of it. And then we're going to locate it, pull that negative energy out and fill it back up with light. So, so we're not, we're not focused on the storytelling aspect. We're fo focused more on the feeling sense of it and the place it lives and then finding it and healing it. We're focused on healing, you know, yes. rather than coping. Yes. So it's a whole different paradigm. <laughs> yeah. And it's so true when we open the door to a change or a shift, then those connections come. The people we're meant to meet, we, we meet and, and all these synchronicities happen. It's so fascinating. And I, I think that it takes a good deal of either incredible frustration at the current paradigms, which is what I had, right? I was like, okay, 20 years later, week of weekly psychotherapy after 20 years didn't work. Very frustrating, you know? So, okay, leaving that, that's not working. And opening to something new or it just takes an adventurous spirit, you know, that's willing to say, hey, maybe I don't know everything. You know, maybe, maybe there is something new that I could experience. But any way that you come to it, this decision to, to surrender processing things from your mind mm -hmm. and to open to the possibility that the words that you use actually are creating your life, that the stories you tell about yourself actually weave a tapestry of experiences for you so that you can experience just exactly that. Yes, I love <laughs> it. 
you know? Yes. So then the choice is what do I want to speak? Because whatever I speak, I'm going to experience. So what do I want to speak? How do I want to speak? You know, and like I said, we're not going to deny the things that happened to you that were painful or upsetting, but I'm sure, because I know I've found in my journey that there is a way of speaking about it differently that's empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my gosh, you know, what we speak, what, what that puts out there, you know, that we bring back to us. So it's, it is, it's very important what we speak. Yes. When we set, you know, and when we set intention, the things that we set intention about. Yes. I think it's when we do it unconsciously and not only speaking the words, but using the second superpower of emotion. Yes. <laughs> because emotion is like jet fuel for words. And like just whatever you said and you put strong emotion to it, now it's like manifesting at like a thousand rate. Like, <laughs> I there love that. I love that, <laughs> Carrie. I'm thinking, gosh, I have a lot of jet fuel. <laughs> oh, my. I'm an emotional girl. I do it with passion. I love that. I'm going to think about that now, the jet fuel. Oh, t- tell us, Carrie, about your book. Tell us a bit about your book. I think that's so exciting. So I wanted to talk about two books today. One book is called Awakening to Me, and that was the story I think you're referring to, I, mm-hmm. I documented, I got this download, this from spirit, this knowing in my body. And we're going to talk about intuition a little bit too, I think. I got this yeah. knowing in my body that said, start writing, start writing about your healing journey and be completely transparent and totally honest about where you are along every step, because it's going to be important. And it, and I, at some level understood that I was charting the course out of madness, <laughs> No, and it is madness. You know, um, our, I, I really believe I see it that way now looking back on our, the mental matrix of thought, the group think that happens in Western culture has a lot of madness to it. it it's, it's, it's a lot of like, I'm going to focus and talk about it and have all these negative feelings. And then it, it so, you know, words, feelings, combined boosting like crazy the story to receive more and more and more of that that's a that's a sort of madness so in finding the new teachers that i found which were energetic based right which were based in nature and based in energy those uh allowed me to focus on healing to focus my thoughts on healing and on light and on filling up and and all the allies and all the support that i had and not only that but all the reasons I had to be grateful. And that was a process of learning. It was a process of undomesticating myself from one framework and domesticating myself by choice in a new framework that was more supportive. So that's the journey that's captured in that book, Awakening to Me. And the thing that's really interesting about it is that, you know, that spiral they talk about in your personal development, the spiral, maybe people don't want to know about it, so I'll share. So and when you start spiritual growth and you say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on myself now. I'm going to fix this problem or whatever. I'm going to solve me. And you start to go down that path. You notice, you, you start to have awareness. So awareness is the first step. And awareness brings you to go, oh, I'm doing this pattern. And then you can look down and see all the times 
I did that pattern, right? Oh, I've done that pattern a number of times. Wow, okay, I see the pattern now. Now I'm not gonna do that pattern. So you make a choice. And then the choice in itself is, is a huge bit of the power of the transformation, but then you've gotta apply it. So you start applying it, you start applying it, and then you're caught by surprise. Oh, I just did the pattern again. <laughs> just yeah. didn't realize that he was doing the pattern again and you catch yourself. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> So now, but you're in a new place with the pattern. You, you see yourself, oh, just did it again. Okay, but I'm in a new place. So, okay, now I want to close that door to doing the pattern. So I'm going to close that door to doing the pattern. Okay, now I'm going to work and fill myself up more. And then you go, and it goes like that. And, and you keep finding yourself, oh, just did the pattern again. And it's this process of like understanding the tangled web of things that lead to you keeping on doing that pattern that you're choosing not to do. So that's, that's essentially my book. I mean, it's, it's that, it's exposing that dynamic because yes. you, you can see me doing it again and again and again, and the reader can almost predict it like, uh-oh, here it comes again. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. It is back. And that's okay because the cool thing about the book is, is that, first of all, for me, the cool thing is I would never believe that I thought or felt that way before from this place that I'm at now. I can't even relate to it. Like I, oh. even the, even the finishing of the book, I can't relate to it anymore. It's so far in the past for me from to where I am now that it's like a whole different person. I see pictures of myself from even a year ago and that book was finished in 2014. Even a year ago, I see pictures of myself and I go, wow, that doesn't totally resonate as me anymore. <laughs> it's not me. And that's what happens when you evolve. Yes. So the second book I wanted to talk about is, is my new book and, and it's an ebook. So it's not on e you know, I haven't decided if I'm going to publish it and do all that stuff yet, but it's a free book and your readers are, your listeners are going to get it. And it's called reinvent yourself because <laughs> I realize that's what I've been doing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I've been reinventing myself like the butterfly behind me. Yes. And I didn't even know it. Like, I didn't realize it. I, I bought this tapestry, this this uh, little movable wall so I could do interviews and I could have something nice behind me. I didn't even think about it. I just thought, oh, I really love this. I like butterflies. You know, okay. But really, like, so funny, right? Because yes. butterfly is all about reinvention. Mm -hmm. That's what it does. And isn't that exciting that we can reinvent ourselves? That today's a new day? Tomorrow is a new day. We don't have to stay where we're at. We can reinvent ourselves. We can, you know, do different things. That's well, we exciting. can we can let go of of the way we've been processing the world. Yes. Which is usually here, if you're being honest with yourself. <laughs> you're processing it from here, not from here. And and it sounds trite to people who have seen, oh, listen to your heart, but that actually is not tried at all. And I think this is the thing we were going to talk about was intuition. Yes. This is so simple and we miss it because it's so simple is paying attention to where are your words coming from? Are they, is it like a feeling of like pushing it down from here and thinking, and then it's like coming out this way? Or is it tuning in here, listening here, and it's just coming up? You can feel the difference. 
when you're in a, if you're paying attention to it, you can feel the, where the words are coming from. Are they coming from source and are they coming freely up or are they kind of being forced and like figured and made to fit to come out? You know, does that make sense? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. And so in order to get the words that flow, because the ones that come from here are so natural, it's like effortless. It just, and it comes from the very deep center of your being. It's just like, oh, that feels so good. Yes. But in order to get there, we've got to stop this chattering. Because the ego mind is chattering, is control, is fear. But the heart, everything that comes from the heart is so genuine. It's genuine and it's in flow. Yes. And it's tapped into your soul wisdom. So one of the things that I teach in this reinvent book is how to shift the modes from our current Western framework of like thinking problems to death, you know, (laughs) and then forcing solutions to like, okay, I let it all go. I surrender it. I, I trust that I don't know what I'm talking about because <laughs> there's muddy waters and there's muddy filters and there's confusion. And I really, from I'm coming from here, I don't know. But if I can come from here, I'm coming from the I am. I am in my knowing. Yes. I am in my clarity. I am in my connection. Then it, it's so much easier for that to flow out and it can shock you because it's so clear and it's so wise and you can doubt it. Like that just came from me, you know? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And when we're in the, I am, wow, our intuition and you know, what we can see and feel messages we can receive it, it opens up so much. But you've got to have different paradigms for accessing. You've got to create quiet space. In order to access the heart wisdom, we've got to start tuning into the other senses. The sense, you know, turn off the sight, which is oftentimes, if you notice, if you just close your eyes and then drop your attention down into your heart and feel the question, you can come up with a much better answer than if you're trying to, if you keep your eyes open, it's like your eyes are the windows to your mind or something. Like they just, they work together to collude, to create this false reality. So (laughs) don't use either one of them and come down into your heart and listen down here. You can come up with some pretty interesting visual images, messages, knowings, sensations, and even you can start to play games with the universe. You know, you can start to play. I love this game I got from my, my first teacher, Gary Starnes. He has this um, training called Spirit Paths. And his name is Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, Starnes. And the game is Morning Messenger. And so you just, just you say, I want to ask a question. You know, I really need a, an answer to this question I have. I'm not sure what to do right now. And I, this is on my heart. And so spirit, I'm going to play morning messenger with you. And I'm just going to allow you to send me a teacher. And then you sit outside with your coffee in the morning for 15 minutes or so. And you just pay attention. And then maybe a squirrel comes by you, like mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Or a lizard, like, 
is all of a sudden like piped up and you see his throat, you know, doing its mm -hmm. thing with the red and, you know, it could be anything. It could be a hawk flies overhead. Yes. And you go look it up and there's a great references for this. You go look it up and see what that means. What's the message? Yes. But it's interacting with life in a whole different way than we're trained to do in our culture. Yeah. And it's so fun to ask for messages. That's, I did quite a bit of that in my shamanism training. And then we'd, I would just go take a walk and see who I see, <laughs> see what I see. That, that can be so fun. And it can show up in a lot of ways. Like it could show up, you're, you know, you ask for the answer to a question and you're driving along and all of a sudden you realize the answer is on the bumper sticker in the car in front of you. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it could a song can come on the radio and it's like, oh my gosh, okay. That's, it's, it really, and I just say, have fun with all of that. Oh my goodness, just. It's a way to have fun and it's a way to really trust that it really is that simple. Yes. It's not a coincidence. It's, um, it's the divine consciousness playing a game with you. You finally opened and said, okay, I know you're real. I'm gonna listen. <laughs> yes. It's yes. that simple. Yes. But I think we think, you know, our Western mindset thinks, oh, I can't be like that. That's ridiculous. We it's don't too you know. easy. <laughs> it's too easy. And, and that we think it complicated everything. Everything's got to be complicated and like this big story and this big complex thing. And, and it doesn't have to be complicated and you don't have to figure it out. That's yes. the other thing I think that people don't understand. You don't have to figure it out. It's not necessary. Yes. Your happiness doesn't depend on you figuring it out. Exactly. Exactly. Carrie, I would love to have you share with everyone your website information and how they can listen to your shows and learn more about you. Absolutely. So Soul Nectar Show is on iTunes. So you can look it up there and you can also go to Soul Nectar Show uh, website, which is soulnectar.show. <laughs> super easy. And if you want to claim that free gift um, of the Reinvent Yourself book, you can go to my website. It's carriehummingbird.com and that's K-E-R-R-I hummingbird.com forward slash gift. And it's a free ebook and it teaches you some of these things I've been doing to reinvent myself from some darkness and labels and all that kind of stuff into a place of, you know, this fun creation, like we're talking about with Paula, you know, finding your joy and letting the process of life. There's always going to be challenges in life, but there's a way to come at those challenges from a place of joy and curiosity rather than the suffering and the beating your head against the brick wall kind of thing. You know, like you can actually enjoy the process is what I'm trying to say. I love that. I love that. With a few minutes left, what last thoughts would you like to share with everyone? Or, you know, is there something you'd like to tell them today that they could think about, that they could bring into their lives and, and make a, a big step today in, in a shift and an awakening? What would you yeah. say? Well, I think the biggest message I feel compelled to offer at this point is the realization that everything is a gift. Your life is a gift. Your existence here is a gift. 
the fact that you are still listening and you're, you have a job or you have economic means to survive or you've got help. Yeah. You've got food. You've got friends. You've got sunlight. Everything is a gift. Oh, that is beautiful, Carrie. That is beautiful. And, you know, you're a gift. The, <laughs> what you're doing for so many and all of your amazing guests that you share. And, you know, the more everyone comes together and shares information together and cares. My goodness, what a what an energy that creates in the world, doesn't it? It creates a really great energy. And, you know, when you want to pull yourself from a dark space into a light space, you've got to really realize it's a lot of scrambling up that hill. So take advantage of these resources. Fill your brain with something delicious, you know, that's going to nourish you. Just like you'd fill your body with healthy food if you wanted to be healthy and recover. So you've got to do it at all levels. So healthy brain food is listening to things like this, listening to Paula's yeah. show, you know, going on iTunes and listening to the people that I, that I interview and, and listening to their shows. So really immerse yourself in this kind of vibration and it'll really help you on that scramble climb up the, oh, I love it. get to the top of the mountain. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm just honored to have you on the show. Thank you so much for offering. It's been a pleasure being connected with you, and I look forward to, to more. Oh, thank you. Yes, we are just beginning. And love, hugs, and blessings. And to everyone out there, love, hugs, and blessings. See you next week. Bye. Hello everyone, Paula Vale here, host of Finding Your Joy. Are you looking to open that beautiful door to Reiki energy healing? It is just absolutely life-changing. I have been a Reiki teacher, practitioner for many years. I'm so honored to help others learn that beautiful modality, also helping practitioners rise to a higher level of training. If you would like more information about my classes, check out www.wellnessinspired.com. Thank you so much. Have a great day.